Hello, and welcome back from an extended hiatus. <laughs> it's okay, we were enjoying the holidays. Yeah, that was it. Merry, happy holidays to you all. What, you hated the holidays? No, it's just that we're lazy and wouldn't, didn't record for weeks Heck on Heck yeah, man. Was it really weeks? I think it was, it was probably almost two weeks. Well, see, holidays, dude. We had Christmas and New Year's. I'm glad. I was being a glutton and relaxing. But yes, I'm glad to get back to it because I'm feeling a bit rusty. So this is going to be rough. <laughs> get ready for a rocky more, ride. More rough than usual. <laughs> so what episode were we on? Episode 9 of season 1 called The Puppet. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love that they hit on one of the scariest things. Dummies. Puppets. Yeah, well not just, I mean puppets, but more specifically dummies. Dummies. What's the difference between a puppet and a dummy? A dummy, the mouth moves and you can make it talk. A puppet is, I don't think it's like you talk. Its mouth and eyes don't necessarily move. What about a sock puppet? You can't make the eyes move at the same time. Oh, okay, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to draw me in. I see you. I'm trying to get an argument going. The people love drama. Mm-hmm. And we're being dramatic. Well, they can't see that I'm punching you in the face right now. Make some sounds. <laughs> all right so um yeah are you afraid of dummies though <sighs> not especially okay and like, i wouldn't i wouldn't like own one yeah but i'm not like especially creeped out by them it's not like a clown or anything oh my gosh any inanimate object when i was little and i had my um stuffed animals I had a favorite one, and I'd whisper in its ear, you're my favorite. But then I'd tell all the other ones they were my favorite, too, because I didn't want to get attacked by them in the middle of the night. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? But I think that's part of the creep factor. You know they talk, right? Shut your They talk face. to each other, so they knew. <sighs> they were like, she told me she was, uh, I was her favorite last night. <gasps> what? She told me the same thing. <gasps> they were all going to attack you. <laughs> Maybe they were just beating each other up. But anyway, I heard that one of the scariest things is when something is unnatural, unreal. And of course, there's a lot of unnaturalness to it. Something like a toy that you love to coming to life and having mm -hmm. a, a menacing soul. The only thing I would say is uh, Chucky probably like planted the seed of puppets being creepy. Yeah, he didn't look nice, though. He Not even when he was smiling and Right? Stuff. He already looked sinister. Like the design. It's the red hair. Mm. Just so you and guys freckles. know out there, I have red hair. I am soulless. It's not real. It's not real. It's true. All right. So we start out with the, uh, the talent show. Yeah. First things first. You ever been a part of a talent show? I tried out for a talent show with my friend Jacqueline in junior high, and we were singing a duet, and she got... <laughs> got to stay and no we had a duet and she did a solo one we didn't get the casting for the duet but she got the solo one so i figured you know singing's just not my jam it's mm, all good sounds cruel yeah i never remember was it put on by the school mm -hmm. i don't remember any of my schools ever having a talent show that's lame well which is funny too because the talent show that i had was in turlock so it was in the valley I know. Because I could just, you know, trash talk the valley, but... I think it was just my lame-ass hometown. Mm -hmm. 
but it was very stereotypic, you know, like, oh, they have the magician, they have the girl Cordelia who can't sing. Mm -hmm. That was you. That was me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No one saved her the... I think that it was probably smart, though, to have auditions and, like, cut people out so that they're less at risk of making fools of themselves. Yeah, what if it's, like, 30 people and they're all terrible? Whew. Yeah, right? a bad show. (laughs) What would you have done if you were in a talent show? Probably a dramatic reading. Nice. Like Xander and Buffy and uh, what's-her-face? Willow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what I would have done. I didn't know how to juggle yet. Uh-huh. So who knows? Who knows? You probably just wouldn't have. Probably just wouldn't have. <laughs> I didn't even, that's, maybe that's why. Maybe they were around and I just blocked it from my memory. Because right. I wasn't paying attention during the morning announcements or something. Mm-hmm. All right, so we get to the talent show. Cordelia, it's kind of surprising that she's willing to, I mean, she must think that she's good at singing, but Wow. Lack of self-reflection there. She's willing to throw Everything she does is great. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And then, oh, yes, we get introduced to Principal Snyder. Have... This isn't his first episode, is it? I thought it was. Do I already not remember? I don't remember anything he's done before, but Flutie got killed in, like, episode five. Right, they just didn't have a chance to replace him. Yeah, no principal for... Four weeks or whatever. Just like the master is like a blip on the radar. Yeah, this show. I don't know when they pick it up, but in the early seasons, like they have the overall overreaching arc of the entire season. And then they'll stick in these like random monster episodes that have nothing to do with the overall arc of the That's true. episode. Like, I want to say it's like season four maybe mm-hmm. where he comes back no when it's like they just focus on the main story mm-hmm. and there isn't any like random puppet monster or hyenas or right so they're just trying to grip the audience with the monsters and then they get into the emotional drama and they're like too late you're already hooked mm. you think the emotional i would think the emotional drama would draw people more than random silly monsters well i mean i think back to shakespeare i think i've brought it up to you before that some of his that his first plays were gory and violent because he knew that's what the audience wanted and then once he had them hooked then he was able to do more complex hmm interesting so basically joss whedon is our generation's Shakespeare. Well, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it that far, but you know, there. I mean, when we go on Netflix, like the majority of stuff seems to be like thrasher, violent, even criminal minds. People are really people love violence. Dark sides of people, the adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah. murder mysteries are people's favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. Serial people love their serial killers. Oh, right. It's creepy. But, yeah. And and I wasn't expecting to. I found myself turning away and not wanting to watch the screen. Like, I'm such a wuss. In this episode? Yeah, the fear factor. (laughs) I'll get there in a bit, but I I liked it. It was a good kind of creepy. So, anyway, we can move on. Um, So, there's... We get introduced to Morgan and Mm -hmm. his puppet, Sid. Mm Mm-hmm. Sid's the the main puppet in the episode, and... uh, Morgan is doing a very terrible ventriloquist act until 
until it gets really good suddenly. Mm-hmm. And everyone's laughing and... And I was wondering if he actually was projecting his voice. Did you look later on to see if you could see his throat move? I looked at his IMDB file and didn't say anything about ventriloquism. He's been in some other stuff, that actor, but he's not a a noted ventriloquist. It'd be cool if he just learned it for the role, though. That would be cool. That was awesome. Okay, so we do all the stuff. The Scoobies get roped into the talent show. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a ballerina in the locker room. Why are the locker rooms always dark and solitary? Right? And why is she the only one in there? Yeah. Unless a lot of people doing their acts. Yeah. She's the only one that has a locker? Well, I guess the only one who needed to change her outfit. But still, why is it not well lit? That drives me crazy. And here's what I'm wondering. Hmm. You're in a dark locker room by yourself, and you hear a little noise. Oh my gosh. You're creeped out. Your first instinct, hello? No. Is anyone there? As you're walking around, you're telling them exactly where you are. Right. You think it might be something. You're scared. Right. I would be a little more stealth than that. Yeah, I would too. Like, even if I'm in our house and I hear something, I'm not, like, walking through the house. Is anyone there? Yeah. I'm right here, defenseless. <laughs> I think I would just run. I wouldn't even... Like, yeah, I would just run out of the locker room. Like, I wouldn't care what anyone said about me. I'd be like, that was freaky. I'm going. Um, so she gets killed. And you hear a scary voice say, I am become flesh. Mm-hmm. So there's some demon... That's, that's the problem. That's the problem of the episode. Some demon wants to become flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing I wrote down was Snyder. We already talked about him. He's the mean bully principal. Yeah, and it just brought up for me this this strange occurrence where some people get into education for the sake of being in a position of power. Like it still dumbfounds me. Why would you become a principal if you hate kids? Why teach? Yeah. It's the easiest degree to get, maybe. I guess. Did you... I remember in my high school, we had a disciplinarian, like, shaved head, tough guy principal. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have a... What was your principal like? No, they were usually... I don't know. I don't remember specific principals, honestly. The first one I remember was elementary school, and it was a woman, and she was nice, and... Hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I never had much contact with the principal, so they didn't really do... I only got in trouble one time with the principal. Oh, what'd you do? I faked a note from the principal to get out of a class. <gasps> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That was bold. I know. Didn't work. <laughs> Clearly. I failed. What were you wanting to get out of class for? To be cool. Just to say that you had done it? No, just to like, because I had a friend who was able to get out of his class in that period, like, easily. Mm-hmm. Like, that teacher didn't care or something, and I just wanted to go hang out. Mm-hmm. So I lied, and it didn't work out for me. <laughs> I'm impressed. You tried to rebel. Tried my best. Yes. Okay, so our, uh, what's her face? Our dancer, our ballerina Natalie, has her, they find out her heart has been removed. Mm-hmm. And it's not normal demon behavior. It's been carved out with a knife. 
Right. So they're like, could be a human, could be a demon. Mm-hmm. We don't actually know. But it is way more unsettling to think it is a human, right? Mm, could be. Because can you just kill a human? Buffy doesn't. She doesn't kill humans. Mm -hmm. It's like Slayer rules. Mm -hmm. She so would have had to figure out something else to do. She would have had to uh, call the cops. <laughs> now she would have put him in chokehold until... The... Brought yeah. him to jail herself. Right. <laughs> Tied him up and left him on the front porch of the jail. Yeah, right. You ring the doorbell. <laughs> um, so the Scoobies are investigating. Xander gets wrapped up in talking to Cordelia, of course. Mm -hmm. And she's making it about her, obviously. Right. Um, Did we skip over the part where nobody takes her ser Buffy seriously? That's coming up. Okay, good. Um, the general consensus from their investigations is Morgan is a weirdo. Yeah. So everyone, so he's the main suspect mm -hmm. at this point. Um, <clears throat> Buffy's talking, so Buffy goes to talk to Morgan and the puppet starts talking mm -hmm. and Buffy's like wow you're getting good can I talk to just you let's get rid of this puppet and the puppet's talking and he's like arguing with the puppet mm -hmm. and it's just a little weird so we start really thinking at this point that there is something up with this puppet mm -hmm. uh, nothing special going on there it's just narrative okay so then Buffy does more investigating she's sneaking through the school at night she gets caught by Snyder breaking into a locker. They have he, a little standoff. He probably sleeps there. Yeah, what's he doing there? Just lurking night? around the halls. I wonder, too, if there was this intention, because he was introduced. This has to be his introduction, right? Because then they're insinuating that maybe he's the creepy mm -hmm. one. And they have the scene later where Giles sees, like, a shadow backstage. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a silhouette, but you kind of know it's Snyder. And he's just, like, kind of being shady. Right, lurking around. He's generally shady. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, and when we see Buffy breaking into the locker, there's Morgan and Sid, the puppet, spying. They're spying on Buffy doing some spying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Sid's like, we gotta, we gotta get rid of her. She's the one. We gotta do it. Just one more and I'll be free. Mm-hmm. So Buffy goes home. Her mom's tucking her into bed. Well, you skipped over the part where nobody believed her. This is not, not yet. Oh, man. <laughs> Patience, young grasshopper. I have none. <laughs> Sorry, go for it. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, so... The light gets turned off, and Sid is outside of her window. Right. And Buffy's trying to settle down. She hears a little scampering. She gets in a fight with a puppet, screams. Her mom comes in. And as a parent, let's get some real talking. As a parent, if your kid is like, there was something in my room, I'm... I don't know what it is. Mom's like, well, it's not here anymore. Good night. Parents do that in almost every horror film. <laughs> like, come on. Just calm down. Nothing's wrong. And then on her way out, too, she's like, you shouldn't sleep with the window open. It's like, dude. Right? Like, come on. Put the, put, Joyce, mm -hmm. you're a smart woman. 
Like, yeah, nothing's in here. By the way, the window's open. Good night. Right. Hilarious. Um, then, then she goes to school the mm-hmm. next day, and they don't take her seriously, which is ridiculous. How They're... many things have happened in this town? Right. There's a master. Xander got turned into a hyena demon. There's been a teacher demon. There's been other things. Angel, her Buffy's boyfriend is a vampire. Come on. Yeah. It's a th- well, and it's not the first time that they haven't believed her. I know, right? Which is hypocritical, too, because Giles says, use your honing, and she's using it, and he's like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Your honing sucks. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. That's a scary feeling, too, you know, when something's really dangerous and people are like, no, it's not. And you're like, am I the only one that can see mm-hmm. it? And it's going to come and attack me and no one else. And attack me because it knows that I know and no one else knows. Mm-hmm. I told you my creepy story about no one believing me, right? No. I watched The Ring. Mm. And after we were done watching it, other people left the den and I was in there and the receiver turned back on. Oh, no. On its own. And I freaked out, and I left, and I told my family, and they didn't believe me. And I said, this is exactly what happens in horror movies. Mm -hmm. Something bad happens. No one believes the girl. She dies. I was legitimately pissed. They're going to find you with a twisted, screaming face. Yes, exactly. Because of that movie, I will not watch Static on a TV screen. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens. At the end of the tape, it's static. No spoilers. And then it, like, flashes, and it's just a picture of the well, and then all the mm-hmm. wild shit happens. Mm-hmm. The water starts coming out of the VCR. Mm-hmm. How old is that movie? It was, the, it was a tape. Like, everyone had a VCR to watch v- it. VHS? That's funny, yeah. No, yeah, I don't think it was just the receiver. I Or maybe I heard static through the receiver. Or it was the TV that came back on. I was so traumatized, I don't even remember. But it was it was very scary. And I did not stay. I left. I ran. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just, <laughs> Who's what's there? this? Right? And then you walk up close to the screen. <laughs> That's when the hand comes through the screen and grabs you by the throat. Right. Um, so, we've come to the conclusion at this point, or the team thinks Morgan might be the organ-stealing demon. Mm-hmm. What else do I have? Um, there's that classroom scene where the puppet turns its head around and stares at Buffy. Mm-hmm. But Morgan has the puppet on its lap, so it could be Morgan. Right. You know, if I were the dummy, I don't think I would give myself away that quickly. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's just trying to intimidate her, but he knows he's not strong in dummy form. So I would be like, I think I'm going to be a little bit more surreptitious about. Yeah, maybe he wants Buffy to be suspicious. So she goes looking for him. By and then herself, he's ready to and attack. Then he okay, that makes more sense. Traps her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the teacher takes the puppet from Morgan, mm-hmm. puts him in the closet, Morgan goes to get it, and it's gone. And he starts panicking. Mm-hmm. But it turns out Xander stole it. And he's in the library, being a jackass about it. Hitting its head against the counter. Right? <laughs> the slayer. Like, the woman you love, plus she's the slayer, and you're like mocking her fear. <laughs> right. 
What an asshole. <laughs> that is very unkind. I'm completely inanimate. <laughs> what a jackass. Right? Um, so they're doing research. Xander's reading, underlining stuff. And he looks and Sid is gone. <gasps> Sid is gone. Buffy's sneaking around backstage at the, the uh, what's it called, talent show stage. And she finds Morgan laying on the ground. He's dead. His brain is Gone. out of his head. Well, there was a little moment to a Snyder. He finds her really right. quickly. And then she stands up to him for the first time. And she's like, I can take care of myself. Yeah. And I was like, there's the Buffy. But for the first time in this episode, she says, I was just leaving. And he believes her and walks away. Which I no, think he asks her. He she asks him, "Have you seen Morgan?" Right. Like that's her excuse for sneaking around backstage. Right, but doesn't he still tell her to leave? I think he does. I thought he said, "I don't remember." Yeah. We just watched it. I don't remember. <laughs> it's all good. I believe you though. Um. So she's still snooping around. A chandelier. Something from the roof falls on her. Okay. You're looking at me like you don't think that that happened next. Yes, it did happen next. Mm-hmm. And now, without a shadow of a doubt, we know the puppet is alive, and it's trying to stab her. This is the part where I wasn't looking. Really? This when was creepy to you. creeping around the stage. It's people popping out. Mm. And, yeah, even though I know it's a movie, dummies popping out scares me. Anything popping out scares me. Mm-hmm. I hate Stuff jumping out. Yeah, me I too. don't like scary movies because of that. And the the music wasn't even that like scary. No, they didn't like all. set the tone like to make it super creepy. It's just kind of dark. And we were still. This is why we don't watch horror movies. Mm -hmm. We can't get past the popping well, out. Well, you, you were more scared for this episode than I was. Yeah, I I'm still like things popping out. I'm gonna buy you a dummy for Christmas. <laughs> I'll just lay it in bed <laughs> next to you. I take it back. Okay. Um, so they do this. Buffy has them pinned up against a wall, and then they figure out that they are both trying to find the same demon, <laughs> and Sid's actually a demon hunter. Right? Such a flip. And I was so excited about this because I was like, Oh, good. I can end this episode <laughs> without being as afraid of dummies because he's yeah. nice. He's a horny gentleman. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's the ultimate twist. The dummy's actually a good guy. Mm -hmm. It was very, very nice. Yes. So we found out he's a demon hunter who was cursed by a demon to be a dummy. And he has to find and kill seven of these brain heart stealing demons yes and he has six of them so far he's on a track for yes. the last one mm -hmm. so they're gonna go do that and help him what happened next um giles is stressing out about the talent show mm -hmm. sid and uh, buffy are up in the catwalk mm -hmm. talking to each other how old was Sid when he got cursed? We have no idea. All we know he is... He sounds like a middle-aged man. Yeah. 
Hopefully he's not much older because he was with the Slayer. Well, who knows how old or young the Slayer was? The other Slayer was that back he... in the thirties. Yeah. Well, because he's trying to uh, get with Buffy too. He's being very inappropriate with mm-hmm. her, especially if he's like thirty-five. Right. But I mean, if you're in the form of a dummy, yeah, I that softens the blow. <laughs> but if you really think about it, right. No, I was thinking more, if you're in the form of a dummy, you know that you can get away with more because his mm-hmm. age doesn't show. And what's he going to actually do? Mm-hmm. I don't think that puppet is anatomically correct. <laughs> it's like just, he can do anything. Just get a good looking in. Right? <laughs> um, okay, show's about to start. Buffy, da, 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 da. Oh, Buffy snooping down uh, backstage and some shit starts dripping. Mm-hmm. She reaches up and it's a brain. Right. Mm-hmm. So then what do we think? I don't know. What did you think? I thought it was Sid again. I thought they were doing another switch. Oh, that would be... I didn't even think... Oh, Because I, I already knew what happened, so I didn't... Yeah. I thought they were flip-flopping. They're like, oh, it's He's tricking Morgan. them. Now, yeah, because remember they said, like, oh, he was just... Mm-hmm. Manipulative. So I, I liked that. I love the flip-flop back and forth. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, they, they dig into Morgan's records a little bit. Mm-hmm. His brain was rejected by the demon because he had brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Demon can't have that. So the demon still needs a brain. And they think he's going to go after Willow. Because she's super smart. She's super smart. Because Xander's like, what's the square root of 831? Is that exactly it? 831? 31 or 41. She says 29. You get, yeah, you're good with numbers. Well, I'm good at memorizing numbers, I guess. (laughs) If I only had a brain. I wouldn't have known that if Willow didn't tell me. (laughs) So, there's a, a student we haven't seen before in the episode. Yeah, we've seen him. He's, he's been the magician all throughout really he does all the tricks even with the box and Mm -hmm. the girl doesn't disappear yeah he looks incompetent and unimportant see he's just a white kid i don't know what they look like no but i mean joss whedon did his work because if you didn't even notice him then that's that's good on him okay he's there and i didn't even see it didn't suspect him at all not at all and then giles is smart he sees a guillotine, cut a melon in half. First of all, you shouldn't have a weapon on campus. Second of all, okay, with no one else here, I will put my head in this thing. And I don't understand the, like, do you really want that brain? Come on now. Right, you, the only <laughs> example he saw of the magic trick was it chopped a watermelon in half. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets in there. Yeah. Like, you didn't even see what the trick was supposed to be. And you think that there might be a, a person in the talent show who is a demon. Come on, Giles. <laughs> Come on. He's adults. I love it. <clears throat> okay. You think a school would let a kid bring a guillotine? That's what I said. No that, weapons on campus. Yeah, that's like the ultimate weapon, too. I mean, maybe he snuck it in under the guise of, it's a magic show, it doesn't actually work. Still. Oh, yeah, dude. That's. It's like a huge blade. Well, when did they start doing the no weapons on campus, zero tolerance? That became big later, didn't it? Or was it always um, a big thing? 
I remember not being able to bring weapons to school forever. <laughs> but I mean, in elementary school, I don't remember ever hearing like... I mean, I brought my knife all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but it's like... Now they're super serious about it. Yeah. Now you can't even walk around with like a lighter. Right. Well, I was just wondering, you know, when Buffy was made, but it's also in California and California usually has, you know, some rough crowds here and there. California is the Florida of the West Coast. <laughs> um, okay. So Giles is traps himself. Mm -hmm. And this guillotine, and the kid is like, it's actually not a trick. I'm going to chop the top of your head off. Mm -hmm. And he has the rope, and he starts chopping it with the dullest axe ever. Right, takes like five, and he still has <laughs> and it cut through the rope. thin rope. <laughs> right. Jeez, either he's really bad at swinging an axe, or it's the toughest rope ever, <laughs> or it's the weakest axe ever. Yeah. So three chops and the rope's still not broken. Here comes Buffy. They start fighting. He's starting to turn back into a demon. The rope is like, it's doing that thing where it's like slowly starting to break more. And it breaks. The blade falls. Good old Xander. Mm. Yeah. Grabs the rope and stops it. Hero. Xander hero of the day. Mm-hmm. So Bobby fights him, knocks the demon onto the thingy thing. Xander then lets go of the rope and the demon gets his head chopped off. And then the curtains open. <laughs> There's a whole crowd who uh, sees this scene. Willow's holding an axe. There's a demon laying on the thing with its head chopped off. There's a, a dummy there. Right. And people are like, what? We don't know what to make of this. Yeah, what does Snyder say? Is this some cool... Avant... It looks... Is oh. this avant-garde? Avant-garde. I don't know what avant-garde is, but... <laughs> I know that avant means before. Before guard. Exactly. <laughs> but then I think, too, so if they had their um, dramatic scene later, how did they clean up the demon? <laughs> they just, it's all like, part of the show. Just mop it up. They had Cordelia sing... <laughs> and they had like a throwing down some kitty litter behind her. <laughs> <laughs> I love the kitty litter one. How else would you clean up sawdust? The janitor had to come. Yeah, up I was and... just thinking a, a mop in a bucket. Yeah, it's a lot of liquid there. You gotta soak yeah. it up with something that makes it easier. The world's largest sponge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gross. She's like, man, I'd rather he was a vampire. They just turned to dust. Yeah, no this... cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Sid, um, turns out by getting rid of these demons, he gets to go back to his human body, but his human body has been dead for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. So he completes his mission, means he gets to die. Mm -hmm. I guess it'd be better than being a puppet, a dummy. Yeah. And if he's been trapped there a long time, I just keep thinking that survival is the strongest instinct ever. 70 years as a dummy. Yeah, I mean. You get locked in the oof. fucking thing for a long time. Yeah. In the, in the trunk. He can move, though. I mean, I'd he run away. He could just run away. Yeah, yeah, run away. Run away to the forest.
exist. But you're right. The idea, like being a vampire and living for eternity, that terrifies me too. So I guess the idea of killing them is better than not knowing where they're at and potentially being stuck inside a dummy body forever. So vampires never die. What happens in like, I don't know, 10 million years when the sun blows up, there's no more earth. Do they just... Well, they would fall apart still. Float. Oh, I guess they would be on fire. Fire kills them if something explodes. And even if anyone goes to outer space, they just fall apart because there's no gravity. You don't fall apart. In outer space? No. If you have no gravity to hold you together? No, you're still together. You don't fall apart. If you lost your spacesuit, your body would just fall apart. I don't think so. Okay, we'll look it up later. We will. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Tune in next time <laughs> to find out if a body would just fall apart or or not. Why? Okay. Why? Why don't? Why doesn't the spaceship fall apart out there? Hey, you know, <laughs> because metal doesn't fall apart like flesh. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I never really think through these things. People tell me I'm just like, yeah. That makes sense. You're right. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. So what does happen? You just explode? Like why can't just I've, I've no heard oxygen? a couple of things. I've heard like your pressure from the inside keeps pushing like you might your eyeball pops out. You definitely can't breathe. Um, maybe nothing. I don't know. I just know you don't like slowly float apart. Okay. That sounds a little bit more graceful than your eyes popping out of your head, but yeah. I'm sure it's not good, whatever happens. Yeah, I shouldn't say graceful with any form of dying. I don't know if dying is ever graceful, but... You know what I have heard, though? Astronauts say outer space smells like burnt meat. Ew. Because so many things have died out there. No, I don't know. How do you smell outer space if you're... I've never been there. Yeah. If you're in there, I don't know. They could tell us anything, I believe it. But that's what they say. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess they must get some outer space into their... Into their inner space? I do doop Um, the very end, we get a, night, a very special scene mm-hmm. of uh, our Scoobies actually doing their talent show performance, and mm-hmm. it's a dramatic reading of Othello. How much... Uh, no, Oedipus. Oedipus. Yes. Oedipus. That's right. They, uh... How much of it do you think they did? Just one scene, right? Yeah. They wouldn't do the whole play. No. Obviously not. It's very, very long. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm wondering, the actual actors, Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. and, and the like, Nicholas Brendan, Allison Hannigan, they're kids, but all people who train in acting have done some Shakespeare, right? You think? I, th- I think they've actually, maybe they've done... Are you Oedipus t- before. Are you t- I'm just curious, you- like, how much experience those actual actors have with doing uh, Shakespeare plays. I see. Well, I think it depends on how you got into the, into the field. You know, like, if you were a part of a family, an acting family, then you wouldn't have to go through specific training. You but might yeah. do it. Just do it because it's good for you. Sure, but you were saying, does everyone have to do it? Or is it assumed that everyone does? Mm. If you're going in for technical training, then yes, that would definitely be part of it. Like school. Mm-hmm. But David Boreans, 
Angel, the mm, actor. Yeah. I heard he wasn't an actor at all. Like a producer, like saw him mowing a lawn without his shirt on. Of course. <laughs> and that's how he got into acting. I'm shocked. He's so good. How does he have all this natural talent? Go watch episode one. You'll see why <laughs> he was picked well, to I have sh- a major role on a network TV show. Right. I shouldn't say that that Shakespeare is always a part of technical training. It ought to be. But I think it's easier to pretend to be bad at acting when you're good than pretend to be bad at singing when you are good. So I wonder, is Cordelia, Hmm. when we do this singing episode, the musical, and we don't have to talk about it, do you remember her having a good voice or not? I don't remember at all. Hmm. I think she may be, that's like after she's not on the show anymore. She's on Angel then. Oh, she doesn't come back. Or she's just there for a while. Okay. Like after high school, I don't think Cordelia is a part of the show anymore. She's on Angel. Okay. I'm excited to get there. I don't remember any of it. It's like watching it for the first time. Perfect. I love it. I like don't remember it until we start the episode. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, this one. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I think that's... Do we have anything else to say about this episode? No, overall, I mean, I think it's cool to kind of maybe work in some sort of rating system. Um, oh, do you, yeah. Do you give it a, what, should we do thumbs up, thumbs sideways? Should we do scale of one to ten, one to five? One, two, we'll work on it. We'll okay. think about it. Was this a kind of like, really like, or love? Here's what I'm thinking. I remember season one actually having some terrible episodes in it. Mm-hmm. We haven't really come across any, like, just bad episodes. Yeah. I can't remember the one that I think it was hella boring, and that was the teacher one. Yeah. But, but like, it still had good thematic points in it, I thought. I thought. I it remember was... being bored. Okay. Well, I liked the perspective on adolescent boys and how easily they are... Seduced. Seduced, yeah. No matter what the, <clears throat> the warnings are from your friends. And the episode, yeah. We, we already talked about that one. Mm-hmm. The episode didn't talk about it, but... And how different it is when a boy is doing his teacher Mm -hmm. as opposed to a girl. Mm -hmm. But the episode just made jokes out of the boy Mm -hmm. having sex with his teacher. Yeah, but it gave way to interesting discussion. But it wasn't the most tantalizing to watch. You're right. But yeah, season one surprised me. I think I would... If you were to ask me like what the average rating was, whatever our rating system ends up being Mm -hmm. for season one episodes, I would guess pretty low. But actually watching them through again... A lot higher than I would have thought. I think, from for speaking on my behalf, it's because I'm watching it with a critical eye now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, oh, what kind of point are they making? What's their social commentary? How good was the dialogue? Which we don't really talk about much anymore. Um, I guess no, it hasn't been a focal point, but... Dialogue's a lot better after the first two episodes, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I think I've appreciated things that I wasn't looking for before. True that, true that. So, rating system, we'll have to come up with one. Maybe something spooky. Mm-hmm, yeah, like a scale for how spooky it was, a scale for how... <laughs> Several rating systems. Yes. We'll see. Mm. We'll see what happens. All right, well, that was good. I enjoyed this one. Unlike the other ones? I was just talking about my conversation mm. with you. Mm, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> 
Okay, so I think that's it. If you'd like to get a hold of us for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, we have an email. It is Hell. I haven't said it in a long time. Hell mouth, hell ears. Hellmouth, hell ears. At, at gmail.com. Hellmouth, hell ears. I'm pretty sure at gmail.com. It's not hellmouths. Could be. Who knows, actually. Try both. Send it to both. One of them will get to us. Hellmouth, hell ears. Yes, because there's only one mouth. Yeah, I'm just making sure. On a person, generally. Hellmouth, hell ears at gmail.com. That is the only way to get a hold of us. Leave reviews on stuff, I guess, if you want. Rate us. Five stars. Always. Or don't bother. <laughs> um, other, yeah, so... We'll see you guys next time. Maybe next week. We don't have a schedule. We're winging it. I bid you a fond adieu. Actually, you're not supposed to say adieu. That means to God. That's like when you're totally never going to see someone again. Oh, jeez. So I will say au revoir. I'll say bye. <laughs>